It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a magic marker. A, a felt pen. It's a mistake. It's a trap. It's a fucking comedy. It's quiet. Maybe too quiet. It's all happening. It's a good day to die. It's a good day to talk about movies. Welcome back. It's a good day to talk about nostalgia, memories of tomorrow. I'm your host, Nyatifa. Joining me on these Monday episodes is Duncan. How's it going, folks? I think we're all doing well. Happy to get into round two of the Monday episodes. We're here today to talk about Duncan's new short film that he's been working on in collaboration with past guests of the pod and fellow host of the Sunday Movie Squad episodes, Kari. I'll be your host on these episodes, giving Duncan a chance to be on the other side of the pod. This is the second episode in this miniseries. This is going to be a new weekly episode where we on GDT go through Duncan's short film and discuss the progress being made. I'm going to ask Duncan a bunch of questions about how he's working with Kari to um, to drive the whole operation and his creative outlook and everything that goes into the movie making process. Once the short film is done, we'll find another topic. But for the next couple of weeks, we'll be discussing Nostalgia Memories of Tomorrow, which is the title of the film. Does that sound right, Duncan? Hell yeah, dude. I'm excited to talk about it again. I know we got a little bit into it last week, but I'm excited to get more into the weeds. And hopefully for future episodes, we'll get some other cast members. Kari maybe on again. I'm sure Kari will come on. And I'd love to have Dale. I think we mentioned that on the last episode. I'd love to have Dale come on and talk about his music making for it as well. Before we do go any further, though, I want to remind our listeners what we do on our show. On GDT, we talk about movies and TV shows we love and interview independent filmmakers. Every Friday, Gardner and I host a full episode where we often interview independent filmmakers or have another guest on. On Wednesdays or Thursdays, we have a bonus episode where we talk about a new movie or TV show or something else relevant. Now, in addition to those episodes, We'll also have a 15 to 20 minute episode hosted by Nyatsafa every Monday, which you're listening to right now. We also just debuted our new Sunday Movie Squad episodes, which, if you're listening to this on Monday, May 2nd, actually released yesterday on May 1st. Those new episodes will be released every first Sunday of the month. So this month it was May 1st, which was a Sunday. So you got it right at the beginning of the month. The next episode of that will come out next month in June, on the first Sunday of that month. If you missed our old episodes, the one that released yesterday was on Everything Everywhere All at Once, which was, like I said, the Sunday Movie Squad episode. We also had a full episode released last Friday, where we interviewed filmmaker Alex Lorian. That was a great discussion, so definitely check it out if you missed it. On our bonus episode last week, we did a recap of Severance Season 1, which Nyatva actually joined us for, so that was pretty cool. This week, we have another bonus episode releasing on Thursday, where we will be discussing the first season of the new Disney Plus TV show, Moon Knight. If you aren't caught up on that, check it out. It's only six episodes, and the last one will be released on Wednesday, with our episode releasing the following morning. On Friday, we'll have our next full-length episode with me and Gardner interviewing the cast of Dreams of Paper and Ink, 
a movie that we previously discussed on this podcast with the filmmaker. Get excited for all of those future episodes. And that's what we do on this show. Yatva, I think I am ready to answer some questions. Sounds good, Duncan. Today, on, on today's episode, I think I want to get into a little bit more of the acting side of things. I think we talked a little bit more about your creative process on the on last week's episode. But in, for today, I want to think a little bit more about the meat and potatoes, how you're actually acting it out. Does that sound good? Yeah, I hope I have the right answers for this because I think I'm even less experienced than I am on the other side when it comes to acting. So I might be a real amateur on this, although I'm not saying that I have any experience writing and directing, but more so because I've tried it more. But yeah, let's get into it. So it seems like you're really bootstrapping this whole process and it's not like you've taken writing classes in college or anything like that, but You've studied your craft a great deal and you're really working on perfecting it. In terms of acting, I think I know that's something that you attacked a little bit later. I'm just wondering if you like have any formal training or if you're taking any acting classes right now. So I've acted in one thing and that was my sixth grade play, which doesn't really count. I was a minor role in the King and I play that we put on i was sir edward ramsey i believe the third but he only comes in for a little bit but he was one of like 10 to 12 named characters so when they put out the cast list i was like on like i was like 12th like or like 11th build i guess out of like all the schools and i was like oh i got a main role i got a main role and i like was like showing everyone that and then like everyone saw the play and i was in it for five minutes and everyone clowned me so that was a great experience but that was actually fun I liked doing that and I'm surprised that I never really wanted earlier on to kind of pursue something along those lines. I always said that I felt like I could do it, which is such an arrogant thing to say, but I felt like I could turn myself into a different character maybe. And I've tried to do it in even like my appearance. Like I've said to people, because I like to do like different facial hair, different hairstyles in general like i've done mullets i've done everything pretty much i've got long hair right now i've done mustaches and full beards and everything in between but i've always said that when i do that it makes me feel like i'm like turning into a different character right like doing a different hairstyle it's like oh i'm like playing a guy who has a mullet now and stuff like that so it's always been kind of like there for me i know that when i was really young i auditioned for some commercials and like when I got the callbacks, my mom was like, all right, you're going to have to like spend a lot of time doing this. Like, she like pitched it in a way where I was like, okay, fuck that. I don't want to do this. And I always kind of regretted not pursuing that when I was younger because I feel like maybe that would have led me down a different path. But the real spark, I would say, for it and for all of this is a class I took in college where I was taking it with two buddies and we just watched movies. It was twice a week it would meet, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and it was two hours of watching a movie and then one hour of recitation afterwards. And I loved the class. We watched a lot of good movies, I thought, in that, or movies that connected with me, at least, in that class. And the final project was to recreate like five or like two to five minutes of one of the films that we did in class. So we recreated a scene from The Big Lebowski, which... I acted it in and I botched it so bad. 
like it's not even watchable what i did it's so awful my acting but i will say that right before we started filming at four in the morning my co-creator gave me a huge dab and i'm not one who smokes dabs often and i was high off my ass during it so i'm giving myself that one excuse but that was kind of the impetus for everything where it was like okay this shit really does interest me in my older age and that was kind of where it was like always like on my mind then and then like right around when i graduated college i like started getting like that no free ads pass that weekly pass to the movie theaters and (laughs) yeah that's when like you know when you go into the theaters a lot i think it really again sparks that love again and it's all more of like not technical training or any classical training but i guess a fan of the industry and the stuff you know that people do and like someone who's like watched a lot and then tried i guess maybe trying to recreate what i've watched and like one of the best feedback that we've gotten this isn't acting feedback but one of the best feedback we've gotten so far is like oh this looks like you've watched a lot of films like i can tell like you know where to put the camera because you've seen where they you know what i mean stuff like that and someone was even like oh i can tell this isn't your first film and it was like oh this is actually all of our first film like we actually are starting from scratch and like that's like the best comment we've gotten so far but super long-winded answer to say that no not really any classical training nor am i involved in any training right now although it's not something that i would like scoff at in the future or anything but like i kind of said in the first episode is right now i am trying to focus a little bit more on the writing and creative side of it and then i would absolutely act in someone else's work that would be super cool but i think that right now for my like creating the next project after this one if we move on to a short or a feature after this it would probably be more in lines of let's let me be behind the camera this time for all of it so that's really interesting i mean a first of all i think taking a dab before acting in or recreating a scene from the big lebowski is probably a little bit like method acting right but um you mentioned how you would enjoy the the chance to act in somebody else's film do you think you would approach it differently like since you're you wrote the script and like you have this vision in your mind of what it's supposed to look like do you think that interpreting somebody else's vision and acting do you think that would be easier or harder for you well i definitely don't think it would be easier but i do think i would approach it the same way the only thing is that i would have to ask questions because i'd want to know like motivation the classic stuff you know i'm not breaking any mold here by saying that but i'd want to know who my character is why he's doing what he's doing stuff like that and right now i know that already because i wrote the character this character is someone that i'm very familiar with so i don't have to ask the questions plus i would be the one answering them so it's not like i would have any help there although you know when it comes to things like oh would he do this here or do we what are we showing here what should we show here a lot of times i'm like kari what do you think you know when kari's been great at taking the lead on a lot of that stuff and i gotta give him like a lot of credit with that stuff because it's not just when i say oh i don't have to ask the questions because i'm the one who made the character like it's not just the character's unnamed in the film so his name is just guy or man i think it is man in the script and so man is like now a creation of not just me and kari's but i would say everyone who's worked on the film so far which is still a small handful of people it's not like we have this large crew I would say like five people behind the scenes at any given point is the highest we've gotten. But 
all those people are involved in the process of making this character and all the characters who they are. But still, I don't necessarily usually feel the need to ask any questions about it because I'm very comfortable with who this guy is and what his motivations are. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Any any filmmakers that are listening, definitely reach out to Duncan. He's he's hunting for more roles. Right? Please. Let me just send you. I don't have a sizzle reel, but let me send you something. Let me send you an audition tape. Yeah, gotta get that sad credit somehow. So since you're more of a student of the game and you're learning your craft by watching other films, how do you, and you're not like learning from a teacher or anything like that. How do you get into the mindset of the character? How do you prepare for the role on a day-to-day basis? Like let's say we're, we're filming in five minutes. Where's your head at? That's something I've struggled with. That's something where like my head's not even in the right place sometimes when we're already rolling. And it's like, I'm still thinking about the behind the scenes aspects of it. And I can't have that. So that's something that I've struggled with. And I wish I had a great answer for that. But I think that's part of why I don't want to be in front of the camera next time is because I'm thinking about, well, what is the camera showing right now? And I need to trust everyone and I should trust everyone, obviously. But I want to be a little more involved in that part. And I I think that part can be fun, at least for me. And because of that, I'm having trouble making sure oh like what like are you thinking what this guy should be thinking right now are you feeling what he should be feeling right now like not always and then sometimes we have to take another take because of that but i think that eventually we get there hopefully you know once people have seen it they'll be able to tell me if we accomplish what we tried to accomplish but i do think that eventually i get there but it takes a couple takes sometimes for sure where they're like the people around me behind the scenes my fellow actors are like Come on, chop, chop, get your shit together a little bit. Like, where are you right now? You're not making the right face right now, you know? Or, like, you need to be more invested in the facial expression that you're making. You need to kind of emphasize it more. So just getting notes and taking them from everyone is the important part because I can't see my face. And I'll forget that I'm not making the right face sometimes. Right. So you're really, like, just getting acclimated to the whole acting process. And it's, like, something you're doing in front of other people, whereas, like, writing... Is something that you're really just doing by yourself. Like, obviously, this script was written in a vacuum, and acting is like a really public thing. So, I, I could I could see where that would like cause some friction for you. Definitely. Yeah. Mentioning the other actors, how did you source them? How did you come across them? Other than, I mean, I think Kari has a part. I think a couple other guys that we know have parts, but uh, obviously, this is a serious undertaking. So, like. How did you meet these guys? Like, they didn't come from an acting class. So, where, where, did, where did you meet them? Yeah, I love to shout out some of the guys right now. Obviously, people like Kari, I went to school with. Kari is my co director, co a lot of things behind the scenes. He's pretty much, you know, producing everything like that, but, you know, cameraman at times as well. Most of the time, he's cameraman, but, you know, it's one of the two of us holding the camera if I'm not in the scene. But we obviously have him. I went to school with him. We both went to school with him, Yatafa, and he's now in New York, so that's cool. And we have some other people in New York from school too, like some of the softball players you'll see are Adarsh, Tyler, Titty Boy, Nico, Kevin, who all agreed to, you know, come and help out. And then I have some Long Island friends as well. We have, you know, Nikki Piff, Chris, Danny, Steve all of who did great jobs in their roles. I just, I mean, I've been texting them nonstop being like, thank you again for 
stopping by and for like putting your all into it because I think they all did. So I hope I didn't forget anyone there. If I did, please text me and I will fucking edit your name back in because I thought I named everyone. So if, if I missed you, please let me know. That's everyone for the softball scenes. But then for things like we also have like we just actually yesterday filmed the scene where there's a beat up scene. I get beat up in one of the scenes and we had Nadi, our friend again from college come and do that. He was fantastic. I got to shout him out. I can't wait to hopefully work with him on something where I can give him some lines because obviously there's no dialogue in this one, but I'd love to get another project going where I can get him involved again and hopefully speaking this time because I've, I've a lot of the actors I've worked with on this one, friends and people that I've met, I've been very impressed with it. I'm like, oh, I want to like, now I want to give you another role where I can actually hear you because this movie is like, I think it works the way it is, but I want to give these actors some something more to chew on in certain aspects. But the leads that we have in this, who are going to be the most prominent characters other than me, aren't my friends. Everyone else is just, you know, calling in a favor from a buddy. Huge thank you to all those guys who said yes. Like, awesome stuff. But we went a little bit of a different route for finding our two lead actors who played Marie and Stacy, who are my girlfriend and ex-girlfriend in the film. Because I went on backstage and had a little bit of success, but wasn't really feeling the options I was given. And didn't really want to commit to any of the actors and then wasn't getting too much traction anyway. Like it wasn't like a flurry of income for actors there. So the dating app hinge has prompts and, and those prompts you can ask questions or they will ask you a question. And you can answer it or they'll start a sentence and you can finish it. And so one of them was I'm looking for, and I finished sentence, someone to act with me in a short film. And I got a couple messages and I cast two of them and they've been acting in it since. And then that's Zipporah who plays Stacy, the ex-girlfriend, and Emily who plays Marie, the current girlfriend. And then Emily, her she knew someone who works in the industry on shows and movies as well. And she brought Jill in, who that's the person I'm talking about, to help as a producer on this. And Jill's been amazing. I mean, Emily and Zipporah have been great both in front of the camera and behind the scenes. But Jill is also, she has, actually, she is featured in the film in front of the camera as well. But she's been um, essential on the back end on the logistics of it all. And she's got some knowledge of it. So that's really cool. But yeah, to make... The longest answer in the history of answers short hinge I went on a dating app and found both zipporah and emily there yeah that that's pretty funny dude I mean, this is a very very 2022 movie shot on iphone actors sourced from hinge everything you know i i i'm really excited for how it's going to turn out and also you know big ups to naughty mr no comment as well former guest on the show i believe so yes, sir. yeah that's uh good to see him him punch you out i guess that yeah i did see that scene earlier today i think it was nani did a great job there and i'm sure that the all the chemistry from all the guys that we've known for a really long time is going to be there in the softball scenes like the bar scenes whatever but like how do you build chemistry 
with these actors who you don't know so well, like the two leads, like not having known them before? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I, again, have to just give props to the actors themselves because they've been really easy to work with and make me like super comfortable. And I'm not, I can be kind of awkward, I think. And a little outside the box in general, just like high energy sometimes. Like maybe, I don't know, like I feel like creative juices can get flowing a little too quickly sometimes. But they've been super understanding of that and make me comfortable and calm me down in scenes and behind the scenes when I'm like stressing out about things. They've been super comfortable. It's just been like we met with each of them before we cast them. And like it was like pretty much a done deal. Like I was like, all right, like I've talked to them a little bit on the app and they're interested in it and they've read the script and they like it. And then I'm pretty much sold on it. So as long as they don't come in here and like really blow it or like act like a killer or something, I don't know. Like (laughs) they'd have to like be a serial killer pretty much to like blow it at that point. I feel like because I was already invested in like the both of them when I had talked to them on Hinge and then had them read the script and they were like, listened to the, read their responses about it i was like okay like if they're still on board after reading the script and like still like it then it's not just like oh i want to be in a movie i saw a, a message and i'm gonna like half-ass it whatever like maybe go through with it maybe not maybe won't even show up or whatever i never got that vibe from either of them they were like super into it read the script and loved it or i shouldn't say loved it they wanted to do it at least they thought it was good enough for them to try it out so that was really, I guess, a moment where I was like, okay, maybe someone that I don't know didn't run away when they read the script. That's a good sign. So that helped out. But then it's just like once we get there and we're like acting, sometimes it takes a take or two. And it's like, all right, Duncan, you're being awkward. Or like there's just awkwardness between us, like where it's not like necessarily me being awkward, but it's like the chemistry isn't there and like also like I, I like i've never danced before i'm not a dancer i'm not a ballroom dancer and there's a scene where we dance and it's like that took us a while because like i don't know how to dance so i'm awkward there but they have been great with everything both zipporah and emily have been fantastic to work with and just make everything easier for me like when i'm the problem because like my awkwardness can get into play sometimes and it can become disruption and it'll you know cause us to need to take a bunch of takes over something but when i finally get it it's because they're like not necessarily calming me down but like easing the anxiety by being like a calming presence i think and both of them have been really good about that and emily does have like more scenes she has more screen time so we've spent a little bit more time shoot days with her in front of the camera at least and like more like scenes where like i'm interacting with her in front of the camera so far but that's just like the nature of the beast. But Zipporah has been amazing as well in her scenes, I'd say. And just like I said, I guess the key point that I would make is like just super easy to work with and super easy to have chemistry with, I think at least. And hopefully it shows on screen, but that's a different story. But like I said, I just got to give props to both of them for, again, easing my anxiety because that's where the issues do come from if there are any issues at points where we need to like do a retake or whatever it is it's because i'm being awkward you know and that's the best thing i could say about them is that like the way we've been able to work together is that they've 
not only been easy to work with, but have been like actually a positive on me instead of like, a, oh, like, is there like friction here because you don't know them and there's not going to be that much chemistry. It's actually been the opposite. I'd say, I'd say that there's great chemistry. At least, I mean, that's my point of view. They might be like having a completely different opinion if you ask them, but hopefully we'll get their opinions on a future episode. I would hope that some of them will come on at least. Yeah, definitely. Let's get them on here. I'd, I'd love to meet them as well as, you know, I'm sure we'll have Dale and, and Kari on in, in future episodes as well. I know we want to keep things brief, so maybe we should wrap this week's episode up and uh, look forward to getting into things maybe with a, another team member next week. Hell yeah. I'm excited. I'll bring someone next week. I'll get someone. I'll, I'll wrap them into it. I'll, I'll get them in. Sounds good. So that, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you to our listeners for making it this far. I know it's it, it can be tough listening to me and Duncan ramble on. <laughs> we really appreciate all of our listeners, both new and old. Remember, we have our bonus episode releasing this Thursday, where we recap season one of Moon Knight. I know we have a couple cool guests coming in, some new voices that haven't been on there so far, or thus far. And a full episode releasing on Friday, where we'll be interviewing the cast of Dreams of Paper and Ink a movie that we've spoken about on the podcast thus far, and we're excited to get more of the team members on there. We've talked to Glenn Triggs in the past, the filmmaker behind the movie, so it's nice to get the perspective of some of the actors on the team. So get excited for those and check out our back catalog of episodes as well. While you're waiting for our new episodes to drop, be sure to follow us on Instagram at GoodDataPod and on Facebook at GDT Podcast, And also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, you can always find us by searching letters GDT anywhere that podcasts are available. That's the end of the show. I think we had a really good episode, Duncan. Really excited to get a team member on next week and get some more insight from the group as a whole. And uh, why don't you take a sign off, Duncan? Hell yeah, I thought this was great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for asking me some insightful questions. I'll definitely bring someone else on the pod next week who knows who it'll be yet i do want to say we're available on all social media platforms you can get us at twitter and instagram at good data pod and like you said on facebook at gdt podcast but we're on twitter too find us there but thanks everyone we will talk to you again on thursday